1460 KXNO's Thirsty Thursday continues now as we head north to Whiskey River and Ankeny for the Cyclone Fanatic radio show powered by Mechdyne. Now, here are your hosts, Jared Stansberry, Brent Bloom, and Chris Williams. Thanks, A.D. It's time for another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic radio show. Tonight, I know UConn and Houston will be tipping off here shortly. Obviously, the last NBA games of the pre-All-Star break regular season slate. No Brent Bloom tonight. He's somewhere deep in the state of Texas. It means that we've got to call in the ringers. Rob Gray is here. Hello, Robert. Good to be here. Nice to see you. Uh, it's been like the second time in three weeks. It's like pencil it. If, yeah. he, can, if he can somehow audibly pencil it in. And featuring Rob Gray. <laughs> there you go. Like the guest star in an old 70s yeah. crime drama. There you go. We're going to talk some Iowa State hoops here to kick off the show. Chris Williams will join us later on. Then I think we're also going to have on Saturday to take on a red-hot Kansas State team. They went on the road and, and won a game that I fully expected them to lose in Austin. You know, you lose Cartier Jada, a uh, guy who's really important to what they're able to do, and you still go into Austin. You beat a team that's played, you know, been kind of up and down, but they still have been able to beat some people. Go in there, get that win, and, you know, further solidify themselves as that top team in the Big 12. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, what a – I mean, I – I remember the conversation with you when they, and Iowa State flat out let that game slip away that they lost it to K-State at home and shouldn't have happened, uh, you know, make a play, and it doesn't happen. But nonetheless, with Dean Wade back, that was a great basketball. I mean, a, a, legitimate, a, a team with a legitimate shot at a Big 12 title. It felt like to me even at the time. And you look at Barry Brown, who could really tough, tough, tough battle, but as we've seen with these Cyclones, um, Home court hasn't necessarily, you know, they haven't really differentiated themselves from the. You know, right. They've been a really good road team, with I think three road wins in conference already. So, I fully expect them to, to be able to take it down to the wire here. But can you puncture that defense? That I, on Cyclone Fanatic, I highly suggest everyone check that out. He had some, he had some really nice, uh, some really nice points. Just you know, kind of breaking down some of the narratives of Iowa State basketball. And the road games was one of those where actually I think they have played better by the numbers on the road than what they have in Hilton Coliseum. Not that they've played poorly in Hilton yeah. Coliseum, but they've still they've played pretty well on the road. And uh, I think this is in the Big 12 outright based on what I've seen from them through whatever, 11, 10, 11 games, I think, in Big 12 play. I want to know what you think of this. Could Kansas State be built better to win the Big 12 than they are to make a deep run in March? It's a good question. I mean, the last time they did make a deep run, which was the first time in, in quite a long time, they had some dominoes kind of fall their way. Yeah. Uh, well, where you get UNBC, yeah, you yeah. get uh, who'd they play in the Sweet Sixteen? I can't Maybe remember, Kentucky but a couple. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, I mean, they, um, you know, not not to take anything away from them. I think that's a that's a good point. I think they're built well for both. To be honest with you, okay. I mean, I think they've got enough guys, and with Wade back and healthy. You've got multiple options for being a guy that takes a shot down the stretch. I just uh, don't know that they score well enough. They're, they're, they're capable of running and moving, but they obviously want to predicate everything on clamping down the opponent on defense. As we saw, that's that along with other factors is how they, they want to aims. And a quick comment on the road thing. 
I mean, as tough as it is, and I know every fan loves, you know, how many years have they lost one game at Hilton all year? Or zero is one more loss than usual at home. But you still, you're along for that ride. Right. I mean, you want a team that plays as well as they do on the road. And uh, what do they say? Defense travels. And, I mean, that obviously took a big dip against TCU, who played out of its collective mind uh, last Saturday. But uh, I think it's there. And, um, you know. And it will travel to Manhattan. I think I think you're going to see a really good one. Here's my rationale for why I say that thing about K-State. I think, so I, I wrote in that piece, I just I wrote about the experience factor of everything. And it's, when you've got that many experienced guys, and as much as vers- adversity as you're going to face in the Big 12, I, I just think that you're built to handle that kind of stuff, mm. you know? And... I mean, you think about those Kansas teams on that list, but they've still had the guys like Frank Mason, Perry Ellis, Ellis yep. the, the Morris twins, Sharon uh, yep. Collins, like guys who played a lot of basketball for, mm-hmm. for the University of Kansas in order to even get in. You know, that they really were the ones that were kind of the rock of the whole thing. And you, I think to win this league, you almost have to have that, that core that they've just seen everything. They're not going to ever be surprised by anything. And I think that's what Kansas State has in their favor. Like, they... Nothing that happens on a basketball court can phase those guys because it's had injuries, but I feel like he'd probably be in the same conversation. Kamau Stokes, uh, Xavier Sneed maybe. I think that if you took those four guys and you looked at their number of games played, I bet they're all top ten in Kansas State history. Different preparation. You don't know the the tendencies of every team even as you start to prep. And I think it comes down to the offensive thing. Yeah, yeah, you can be a great defensive team, but you still have to be able to score the basketball at a high rate in the NCAA tournament to be able to, to win, you know, and and they did it last year. And like, like we mentioned, they did catch some breaks that I think made it a little bit easier for them to, to navigate that. But, okay, so right now they're probably, what, a five, six seed, which is kind of crazy that they could win the Big 12 and be a five or six seed. They might play their way onto the three line, yeah. I guess. But their non-conference resume wasn't yeah, that good. Yeah, true. Which I guess the, Dean Wade was hurt for most of that, mm-hmm. so, I, you know, you can take however that take, – take that for what it's worth. But I, I still think that they're going to need some – right matchups in order to make I, I think Iowa State's built better to make a deep run than what Kansas State and 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 again the ability that they've shown to D up consistently not that they don't have a bad night like but like against TCU but um, definitely in terms of depth and in terms of guys that can that can fill it up uh, when they're on I think Iowa State is is definitely built better I'm just not so sure that Kansas State isn't still built for it but uh, a point well taken in terms of their offense, which can, yeah, it, back Iowa State for their first win of nine in a row. Mm-hmm. Well, in the league. Yeah, well, they they won they West Virginia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So eight in a row yeah. since then. Yeah, uh, including that game. Uh, I think he's only going to continue to get better. I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to see because, um, you know. You're right about the Texas game. I mean, Texas kind of needed that game. How many times has Texas been in this? We kind of need this to mm-hmm. uh, ball for the Cyclones uh, on Saturday. And I think you made a nice point, too, where you look back at that TCU game, and I know everybody was kind of losing their minds. And I, and it by no means am I going to say that Iowa State played well. They did not play well in that basketball game. But Kansas State, or I think TCU, probably played their best game of the year. I think that that's why you see Steve Prohm come in on Tuesday when we talked to him, and he just, I mean, he made a point to tip his cap at TCU where it's like yeah. they made shots, you know, and, and sometimes that's all it's about. And when you've got guys that are just out there that I think that the one thing that I think I would have questioned from the way that game went 
and then they took a timeout real quick right away after that where I think Iowa State got four quick points, and then they went on their 22-2 to run. I think I, you almost it would have been better to see him take a timeout in the middle of that just to – Maybe slow things down. Yeah, stem a the tide bit. a little because, bit. And and because once they got rolling, once they got on that twenty-two two run, whatever it was, it didn't take very many possessions to yeah, do that, you yeah. know. And I think that they got so much confidence that then when it got later in the game, like, getting second chances and then yeah. getting threes off those second chances. I mean, there the were critical offensive rebounds for them, even when you get the initial stop. And that's been kind of the bugaboo for Iowa State's, I'd say, resurgent defense, rebuilding sort of defense. For the last, you know, those offensive rebounds. But you're right. I mean, how many times have all of us played basketball at any level? It enables you to go on that type of run. Now, if you can interrupt that in any way, mm-hmm. that just gets that whatever it is, zone, mental, uh, you know, collective mental acuity, you know, knocked off uh, just a little bit, and you might be able to, uh, to again, stem the tide a little bit. But, um yeah, they. I mean, that's out of their mind. You saw it. I mean, they had chances in that game against. What you can, you can look at a little bit is that, or what I'll almost compare it to is that kind of run, where your guys are playing with that level of confidence. That's almost what you expect to see, like from Kansas and Allen Fieldhouse, where the ball yep. gets rolling down the hill, and then all of a sudden there's nothing you can do to contain it, and it's just where they're trying. And I think Steve Crum said that where you're trying to get everything back so fast, and. You can only do it one possession at a time. Yep. You know, you can't – there's no nine-point shot. There's no 12-point shot. You only can go and grind it out on each end of the court every single time. Whereas TCU, they're just playing loose. They're just playing the game. And when you're just playing loose and playing the game, all of a sudden you're having fun, and that's how you start to play. Iowa State in the mouth, and Iowa State tightened up a little bit. And, I mean, that's going to have to be something that they're going to have to be able to, to handle better in the future than – rather – than kind of folding on something like that. And I'm not saying that they folded because they obviously continued to battle. And, I mean, they got themselves back within nine, I think, late in the game. Yeah, a few but, times with the press, yeah. It, like, they never got that much closer than that, you know, because even when they'd get the ball back and have, okay, now we can cut it to seven, you turn the ball over. Yep. Or, or can't you know, make a stop you right after you. Right. We're playing loose. As soon they started to press a little bit, and I—I I mean that's something that I think they're going to have to figure out how to handle better. Yeah, whether you want to or not, in the back of your mind is you've been on a roll. It's all out there for you. Um, this is a game you quote unquote should win, even though TCU is a talented team. League, you know they've had the adversity, you know the Jalen Fisher situation, all that. They've had some, you know, difficult situations to overcome, and and. Um, yeah, once they got it rolling, I mean, they didn't have anything. They, they didn't have any reason to not let it all hang out. And how many times, even last season, where Iowa State struggled as much as it has in several years on the, in the win-loss, what you come in when you're free and loose, and it's like, hey, just let it hang out. I got nothing to be tight about. You know, and I think that's what they came into that game with. Jared Stansberry, Rob Gray here on the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. It's time for a quick message from our friends at Carl Chevrolet. For 40 years, Carl Chevrolet has been built on one philosophy, to always take care of the customer. Being your dealer for life is more than just a slogan or catchphrase. It's the way they approach business each and every day. They have two great dealerships to better serve more of Iowa. Their main location is in Ankeny and their newest location in Stewart, Iowa, just 25 minutes from West Des Moines. From sales to service and everything in between, you can trust they will take care of you and do things the car away. 
Doing things the Carl way is about integrity, trust, confidence, and satisfaction, and earning your business for life. You owe it to yourself to see one in Stewart, Iowa at The Rock. We will be right back. You're listening to Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Hey, guys. It's Chris Williams here with Mechdyne. Are you interested in a sales career or working with a world-class team and elite clients all over the globe? Listen up, Mechdyne is currently looking for talented sales rock stars with a relentless, awesome company with a super fun culture that I've seen firsthand with my own eyes. Even better, these guys are hardcore Cyclone fanatics. you got to love that. So visit their careers page at Mechdyne.com. That's M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. Check them out today. For the second straight year... Whiskey River, located in Ankeny Prairie Trail District, is the home of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show for the Iowa State Athletic season. Whether it's a Saturday night out with the bros or lunch with the family for any occasion, Whiskey River's wall-to-wall TVs make it the perfect place to watch football, baseball, and every sport in between. Plus, you can always join the Cyclone Fanatic staff to talk Cyclone sports on Thursday nights from 6 to 7 at Whiskey River in Ankeny. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams here wanting to tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Now, as you all have come to expect over the years, Nebraska Furniture Mart is known for their great prices, awesome leadership, impressive selection when it comes to you know appliances, electronics, flooring, window treatments, of course, countertops as well. Well, now they've taken it a step further, offering the whole home solution, and they've got a full line of custom cabinetry. Come out to their store in Clive. Meet the design sales staff to get you that new updated kitchen that you've been looking for. The staff will help you through the entire project from flooring to the cabinets. Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive, your kitchen and bath Chevrolet. Right now, all new 2018 Chevy Silverados are up to $12,000 off. Or get up to $6,000 off new 2018 Equinox models. And up to 17% off 2019 Tahoe and Suburbans when financed through GM Financial. Plus, with the largest inventory and selection of new Chevrolets in Iowa, over 2,100, the selection has never been better. Love your new ride from Carl Chevrolet. Find new roads and experience why more Iowans drive a Chevy from Carl Chevrolet. Or find details and pricing online 24 hours a day at carlchevrolet.com. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90, in Ankeny, at The Rock. Your dealer for life. Carl Chevrolet. I'm at 1995 Northwest 86th Street in Clive and see my buddy Tim Sitzman. Now, Mr. B Clothing is a longtime supporter of PsychoneFanatic.com, but is also unmatched when it comes to the men's clothing game in Des Moines. The Mr. B staff is friendly, fun, they're very knowledgeable, and trust me, these guys will get you looking good for that next job interview, wedding, or just your everyday wardrobe. When you stop into Mr. B Clothing, This is Dr. Peter Buck, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. For the past 25 years, I've had the privilege of providing care to Cyclone Nation varsity athletes on the sidelines and courtside. The physicians of Iowa State McFarland Sports Medicine are the official team physicians for ISU athletes. My colleagues, DrSportsMedicine.com or call 515-239-4475. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams. We're in the heart of football season now, and i got to tell you, I feel a lot better than I did a year ago, and I owe a lot of that to Dr. Kruger at the Ames Eye Clinic. Also, uh, their Des Moines location is, they're called Des Moines Eye Care in Des Moines. Same guys, really great eye doctors. I never thought that I had eye problems. I don't really have problems seeing or anything like that, but I was suffering from chronic headaches. I mean, it was nonstop. I always had a headache. 
And I think a lot of it was because I stared at a screen all day. Dr. Kruger took a look at my eyes, took him about a half hour, and he knew exactly what was wrong. Prescribed me some glasses that now I use while I'm on my computer, while I'm working for you guys at Cyclone Fanatic Eye Care and the Ames Eye Clinic. You can check out DesMoinesEyeCare.com or AmesEyeClinic.com. I would encourage you to do this and tell them that we sent you. Tell them thank you for supporting what we're doing here at Cyclone Fanatic. Guys, it's Chris Williams here to tell you a little bit about me away from the microphone, and that's the love that I have for my daughter, which is why every year in August I head to the Iowa Clinic Men's Center to get my annual physical. Now, I'm only 33, and luckily I'm a healthy man, but this is all games, dance recitals, and God willing, be there to walk her down the aisle. Small decisions that we make today greatly impact our future. My friends at the Iowa Clinic Men's Center are here to help. Visit them at iowaclinic.com to find a doctor near you, which shouldn't be hard, as the Iowa Clinic Men's Center has locations all over the metro. This is Iowa State Athletics Director Jamie Pollard, and you're... Welcome back to the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show, powered by Mech Dine on 1460KXNO. Jared Stansbury, Rob Gray. All right, Rob, I think there's a couple pretty interesting games this weekend on the Big 12 slate outside of Iowa State, Kansas State. Obviously, that is the headliner with the only game between two ranked teams. I think another one that's kind of interesting is Scott Drew's Baylor Bears going on the road to Texas Tech to take on the uh, Red Raiders. And, I mean, I know that Baylor has kind of been a weird team because we didn't expect much from them this season. Uh, They've been able to kind of hang around in this race, and uh, I think that'll be another one where you'll see someone solidify themselves in the race and maybe somebody start to fall back a little bit. Yeah, I fully expect that to be Tech in this one. I just think Tech is maybe poised to hit its stride a little bit, like we thought they could. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I think what we've seen in the league this season and in, and in several seasons in a row, whether it's Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, or Saturday afternoon or evening, be good too. But um, I, I think I think Tech, as I said, is poised to... to to emerge as one of those top three team, potentially top four for sure, is where, which is where they're at. But, I mean, we really solidify that. You know, something interesting that I thought Steve Prohm brought up on Tuesday when we talked to him was that Monte Morris and potentially several of his former teammates as well will be joining him. If Am I remembering correctly that this will be his first time back? For a game? Yeah. I think so. I mean, obviously, we talked to him over the summer. Right. I think the, this will be his thing. first time back for a game. Though. Yeah, that we know of, you know, unless it just happened sort of quietly right. at some point last season. But I don't think it did. I mean, it was pretty much G League all last season and grinding that out. Right. Um, yeah, it'll be really cool. And, I mean, it, I, I know that Coach Prom said he wasn't 100% certain whether or not those other guys would come. So I'm not going to really – I mean, everybody will throw those obvi- out there. obviously yeah, yeah. Know, will know who they are, but uh, – no, I mean, I think that any way that they can continue to get those guys just around the program, get them in front of, uh, in, you got to keep grinding, you know, and like you got to bring your A game every single night because this, the Big 12, you can get jumped up and get beaten. I mean, TCU obviously proved that last week. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that this is just going to be a fun couple weeks here as this thing winds down. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's, that was a very Baylor-esque home loss. You know how it lights out 
against Iowa State. TCU kind of like stood in for the Bears. So the nice Monte experienced, I think, a home loss against the Baylor Bears in an otherwise good season. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk to the guys about that before if he so chooses. But I mean, yeah, anything to, to, to tighten that focus a little bit. I think these guys have been locked in. Most much of the game is contagious. Any game, uh, anything really, and. Um, you know, it just, just went south on him. Having those guys there, is, uh, especially Monte, who was just uh, surging really towards stardom with the Nuggets um, out of nowhere, probably, if you're a Denver Nuggets fan. Right. Uh, you know, not surprising to, to, to people who've been following Iowa State. But, um, yeah, great to have those guys around just uh, to, A, show their support that they want to be there, and, and B, that they can impart some of that hard-earned wisdom on uh, on the current guys. Man, let me ask you what you think. So I I went on the record with who I think is going to win the Big 12. And I know that it's changed every week, it seems like, when we come in and do this show. What do you think is going to happen? I think if the Cyclones can continue, continue to play well on the road and the, other, the, the home game against the, the Wildcats slip away, I think the Cyclones are in it down to the wire. But I agree with you, actually. Kansas State, to me, is clearly the team to beat. And not just because, you know what, they're 9-2, and two, but they're steady. Right. That doesn't happen to Kansas State. Um, now, granted, as you said, they're not going to score with other teams, too. I, I think they have to be considered the team to beat uh, on multiple levels. I think, you know, Kansas doing it. Kansas dodged a bullet a little bit there, too, because TCU, again, all the big shots they hit against Iowa State, they did not hit when they had opportunities to, to, to really, uh, really, really take it down to the wire against, uh, I mean, what in what tumult there is there in, in, in Lawrence, but yet, you know, they're still winning at a pretty good clip. Uh, yeah, but also, and- they, they escaped what, I mean, they're, I can't imagine they can really be there. I think it's, I think it's Kansas State. Iowa State Tech, maybe Baylor, but I think Baylor. I, I don't. I don't know if I, I. I think that might take a step back. The thing that that Kansas has in their favor is that Kansas State still has to go down to yeah. the house. So, I mean, I don't think they're going to lose there. You know, regardless of what, because and this is what drives me nuts, man. So, you have all this stuff with Gerald Vick. You get the injury to you. Do, we'll just bring this kid that we we're going to redshirt. Pull the red shirt off of him. He's had potentially one of the best freshmen in the Big 12. <laughs> Didn't play the first half of the season, and he's just it's just like, oh, yeah, we were just going to red shirt him. Like, what? The, like, how rich do the rich get to be? You know, like, they already get all the McDonald's All-Americans. Now they're going to get all the diamonds and roughs, too. Speaking of, yeah, the, the fact, I mean, he had just a slew of mid-major offers. You and I, I think, was in on him. And then Kansas comes in. I mean, great for him, right? But... Yeah, fully expecting this guy's not playing, right? With all the, the couple of really huge, I mean, they don't win at least one of those games without. Right. I mean, so you know, more power to him, I guess. But uh, and sometimes, you know, there's a power, there's a bit way, and you get to try to help compete when everyone's counting out the team that's won, mm-hmm. you know, so many titles in a row or shared or outright. I mean, you know, again, kudos to them. I, I just th- and I think Kansas will be there too. I just don't think I they don't have the guys that can run consistently with with Kansas State, Texas Tech, or in my mind, even even the Cyclones. 
Yeah. And who's your who's your Big Twelve Player of the Year right now? Is it Dietrich Lawson? Even if they don't win the league. Yeah. League. One, Bruce Weber has to be coach of the year. Yeah. I mean, the other guy I think would have – I mean, I think Coach Prohm would have a good case. Scott Drew would obviously have mm-hmm. a really good case. But, I mean, it would have to be one of those three, I think. Yeah. You know? Uh, but yeah, yeah the season I mean, tracks like it has right, been. Right, yeah. And And then as, as far as player of the year, I mean – Lawson is for the last couple games that he's played when he's just really struggled, you know. Mm-hmm. And maybe he'll turn it on in these in this last two or three weeks. But he still and, got his. I mean, how many did he score in the second half? Yeah. Against, I mean, you're right. You get in that cold I, spell. I, I, it, I think it is Barry Brown, though. I, that's really Yeah, I mean, he's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy on. for them. As good as Dean Wade is, missed all those games. He can just take over a game right. and get to the paint, hit the third. Obviously did a lot of things well in Ames. Um, hopefully they can curtail his his numbers and and, and his uh, you know dominance in Manhattan. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on board with you there. I mean, Lawson's a great player, but um, uh, given what's he at 16 plus a game, rebounds the ball uh, on a team that's pretty balanced too. So mm-hmm. it's not like he has to go out and score 20. Yeah, I mean, I think if we if we were going to put together our all Big 12 team right now, for me, I mean, Lawson is a lock. Yep. I think Barry Brown is a lock. I think Shayok is a lock. Yep. Jarrett Culver probably is yep. a lock. Who's the fifth guy? Who's the fifth guy? That's a good question. I mean... I mean... I don't know. I, I really can't think of guys that, that stand That's among what I'm that saying. group. I can't you know think what I mean? Of, I mean, does Baylor have someone? They've had some guys, but I don't been think hurt. That they've got one that's first teamer. Yeah, no, no, no. Texas no, no. doesn't have anybody that's first teamer. No. I mean, yeah, I mean, he he'd have a case as well. I think. I mean, he will make one of the teams. Yeah, it's weird. Usually at this point of the season, we could probably track down the the first through third team, right? If we wanted to. Well, here's so here's what if for Iowa State guys, here's what my guess would be. I would think uh, Shayok will be a first teamer almost locked up yep i think there is a case to be made for bab as a first teamer i don't know that he would be more likely to be second i, I think he'll say, be yeah there's teamer. a case to be made uh tht i think he'll probably be honorable mention jacobson honorable then, man if he can be as strong down the stretch as, as he's been in in you know good long stretches at times i mean it's going to be a lot of fun and i think it's going to be a lot of fun either way uh down the stretch here. I mean, you've, you've got, um, I don't know, having Kansas out of the way doesn't seem as big as it used to <laughs> because of all the injuries and, and defections and and, and, and uh, upheaval and all that. But, um, you know, just huge Saturday. Go and do that. Tomorrow. I mean, what do you think it'll be? I mean, I Here, let's four? Chris, see dub Four, what do you think five? will be on the game tomorrow, on Saturday? Okay. Kansas State by three and a half for okay. people who didn't hear that. I think that's probably right. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a, a close one for sure. All right, C-Dub, Powered Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. 
Hey guys, it's Chris Williams letting you find IT Help Desk Services. Started by Iowa State graduates and diehard Cyclone fanatics over 22 years ago. MechDyne's onshore team of U.S.-based experts provide quality IT support around the clock. After hours, IT support can be hit and miss, but hours. You'll actually receive the same level of IT support no matter what time of day you contact them. They space out your organization's IT team from those routine support tasks so that you can focus on growing your business. As a trusted consultant, bringing fresh ideas and cost-effective solutions to many day-to-day headaches of routine IT user support, check out MechDyne.com. That's it. Now, as you all have come to expect over the years, Nebraska Furniture Mart is known for their great prices, awesome leadership, impressive selection when it comes to you know appliances, electronics, flooring, window treatments, of course, countertops as well. Well, now they've taken it a step further, offering the whole home solution, and they've got a full line of flooring to the cabinets. Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive, your kitchen and bath remodel headquarters. Hi, this is Dr. Thomas Greenwald, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. For over 25 years, I've taken care of ISU athletes and am an official team physician of Iowa State athletes. I'm a proud supporter of Cyclone Nation. As an orthopedic surgeon, I specialize in musculoskeletal care for athletes of all ages, from high school to collegiate athletes to adult weekend warriors. Trust McFarland Orthopedic Sports Medicine and my colleagues Dr. Buck and Dr. Warmy and I for extraordinary sports injury care and rehabilitation. Visit us on the web at McFarland. FarmlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones. Hello, Fanatics. This is Chris Williams. There are few financial commitments you will make in your life that are more important than where to get your mortgage from. That's why I want to tell you about my friend Jason. We were at throughout the whole process. When we went to sign, he had coffee and donuts for us that morning. He was super kind and helpful, and we said we would refer him to anyone looking to buy a home. Now, that's just one review. Jason Larson, Gershman Mortgage, and Ankeny is an equal housing lender. Their NMLS number is 138063. Give them a call at 515 515- For 40 years, Carl Chevrolet has been built on one philosophy, to always take care of the customer. Being your dealer for life is more than just a slogan or a catchphrase. It's the way we approach business each and every day. We have two great dealerships to better serve more of Iowa. Our main location is in Ankeny, and are you and do things the Carl way. It's about integrity, trust, confidence, and satisfaction, and earning your business for life. You owe it to yourself to see why we're Iowa's fastest-growing Chevrolet dealer group. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90, in Ankeny, at The Rock, or Carl Chevrolet of Stewart, I-80, exit 93, in Stewart, Iowa, at The Rock. Ever since the falls were made of pigskin, there's been a connection between football and pork. Today, that connection thrives in parking lots, where you'll find everything from spicy spare ribs to bacon-wrapped pork tenderloin being served at tailgating parties. Once again, without pork, football just wouldn't be football. This message is brought to you by the Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff, who make tailgating more delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org. This is Iowa Diamond President Chuck Kuba. After 20 years of serving engagement and wedding couples, I can't help but reflect back on the thousands of wonderful folks we've helped and ask myself, how can we be so lucky? Is it our incredible ring selection or the quiet private atmosphere? Then came the epiphany. Out of all the people in the world, we make you feel like you are the most important people in the world. Because at that moment... 
to all of us at Iowa Diamond. You are. Point Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, Williams here. We, we kicked Stansbury off. I'm hosting the rest of the show. Thanks for listening. Cyclone Fanatic Radio. We are here at Whiskey River in Ankeny. We just set the uh, guests are very busy this time because these guys, like the, the grad transfer stuff is, is all going on, and that's that's constantly a moving part. We have locked down the special guests for the 28th. So it's February 28th, last day of February. Has that be yet? So you all need to be patient with me, and I will do that here over the next couple of days, and we'll have news on that here in the next week. Stay tuned. Stansberry and Gray are off for the rest of the night, so I thought I'd bring in Jacqueline Cordova. She covers wrestling for us at Cyclone Fanatic. Jacqueline, did you ever think that you would see a day where I'm staying up until 11.30 on a Monday night watching live college wrestling? That happened this week. (laughs) No, I actually did not. I was very surprised. I was fired up. (laughs) I was, like, in the living room, like, yelling. Like, I, I... it's like it's it's great. I've always appreciated the sport. I've always liked the sport, um, but I, like dressers really got me hooked on the sport. Like there's a difference. But with me, good to get every you know just get everybody locked in, fired up, maybe get a little bit um, a little <laughs> bit loose before we enter Hilton Coliseum on that Sunday evening. Uh, but I, I'm I'm fired up, and you had a really good Q and A with dresser that I we did. posted this morning. And you've got a lot of good feedback from that. Yeah, everyone loved it. I was reading the forums today. Dresser. He, uh, I've spent a lot of my day with Dan Gable. A lot of my afternoon with Dan Gable. (laughs) So I actually got to El Bait Shop at like 2 o'clock today. Because I just, I knew what that play, I knew what downtown would be like during state wrestling. So I'm like, I'm just prompt. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And just getting to talk to him. One on, and, and it just brings this level of intensity, and it got me thinking when I was hanging out with Mr. Gable today. Just you could you could feel that coming through Dresser in your Q and A. The level of candidness that that man brought to it, I loved. He yeah he's he's an intense guy, but when you sit down and have those conversations with him. It's just an exciting intensity. It's It makes you excited about what he has going on in the wrestling room and what that is showing during actual live duels. What's the... there? Um, because you've got to realize when you're writing Iowa State wrestling that, that Iowa State has lost mm-hmm. over the last decade since Kale left. What What are expectations for the month of March? I mean, big like, expect. Realistic. Ah, uh, realistically, I think they're gonna win out. I think they're gonna go and win a couple good matches at you and I. I'm sure they'll lose a couple weight classes who could be very uh, up to question. But I think they'll win a couple to pull a win at you and I. Even though Dresser says they're the underdogs when you walk into that gym. Um, and then I think with all the hype that's coming out of the Missouri duel, there's just no way they don't blow that place up and walk out with a huge win. think that they'll get 10,000. They're going to get pretty close. If I'm thinking realistically, I want to say they're going to not hit it, but above 5,000. 
Who's the most intriguing wrestler? Most in your in your opinion to pay attention to here over the next few weeks. Oh, that's a hard question. Is it straw? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. If you just look at the season he's had so far, he's He's, fast. he's clearly shown that he's won the, his last uh, few duels since I believe it was Oklahoma State. Um, but he'd win one, he'd lose one. And when I say he'd win one, he was winning them by like major decisions, and then he'd go and lose it. And then the next one again, a major decision. And then suddenly, he just, it sounds like he got a pretty good conversation in the wrestling room in front of the entire team. And something just clicked. And so, if you go and watch him now, you would have never known he was being inconsistent. So. No, I get it. And you can see that on the mat, though. Like, he just looks like a different guy than even a month. Jay Jordan and I are constantly like sounding unlike straws, the guy. <laughs> who I feel like there's a different tone about. Now. The duel, which is like a crazy coincidence. Of course, Chase Straw goes first. Two sentences. So it's just like, what is going on in Chase Straw's head? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm really excited for the, the you and I duel. I think that's a great test because I, I, I found Dresser's comments about the you and I duel to be especially interesting. I've covered... I covered an Iowa State. It was one of the Jackson teams. And I just, I don't know why. I got a wild hair, and I wanted to go over there and see what West Jim was all about. I don't even know if I wrote about it. Like, I think I went over there, and I was like, screw this. I'm just going to post the because it was such a terrible mm-hmm. showing. But I get what Dresser was talking about in your piece today in the sense that it is, it's, it's a different, you really don't get that anywhere it's a interesting thing if you haven't experienced it. It is. It's a. Have you been? I did. I went last year. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. They did go last year. Yeah. I, I, it's hard for me to recognize that they went two years in a row. Yeah, I went last year, and just like you said, I did not know what to expect. But like for those of you who haven't been there, it really is just a tiny gym, like it in the seating. So you have bleachers, but it is the most intense. And I almost want to say like a hostile environment. Like people are there to watch you get destroyed. So yeah, well, it's it's like a mob. Yes. They're angry. Like <laughs> yes. they're, like these you and I fans are just like an angry group. And they, yeah. they but the, it's it's cool. Yeah, like, it's really awesome to get back to that. One of the great Iowa State moments I ever experienced was Kale's. Year was it? It was two thousand and three. I don't remember if Kale was there or not. I think Kale was ending out his. I'm not even sure if Kale was there or not. Uh, let's go state chant at the end of that place and how intense it was inside of Hilton Coliseum. I mean, it was this is goosebumps because the intensity is a little bit different. You can go to yeah. Hilton's. Hilton's awesome during basketball because because of the terrible history mm-hmm. that that has to do with it. But Hilton, man, when it is full of angry wrestling fans, it's a different deal. And when you go into you and I, and you you compact that, and they're all mad and yelling at it's it's awesome. Yeah. I kind of want to go. I you should. We should but, road trip it. But I don't know if I want to go and cover it. I think I want to have a few beers. And, Great. And I'll like, drive you back. Do a bunch of push-ups and walk <laughs> in. You should. Uh, I got my email. What with. day is it? It's on Thursday night. Oh, it's on Thursday night next week. Um, yeah, maybe I can get out. Uh, nice, uh, good old Michelle. She's, uh, I think they're like SIDs. She she emailed me and said make sure to get there early. 
Yeah, because so, everybody's all fired up. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely the only good thing that came out of West Gym last season. Great piece you had on him. Thank you. Thank you. That's sad. It is. It sucks. Sam. Uh, and, and for those who don't know, Jacqueline wrote a piece about Skyler having to, what do you say, hang up the wrestling, sh- hang up the headgear? The singlet. Oh, is that what they say? That's the what singlet? I said. Okay. That was a real- From watching him the past two seasons, you would have never known just how passionate and dedicated and just how much he cares about wrestling and how much it meant to him to grow in that and. I mean, the things people were saying about him and, like, just what a role model he is in the room, you would have never known that because you just knew him as the guy who just kept getting hurt and wasn't able to finish matches. And so I think the most notable thing I remember that Derek, his older brother, said was that um, potential. And, yeah, that's extremely true. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, and it was it was notable, too. Just uh, I think there was a quote. Um, I'm not sure if you quoted Dresser on it or if it was Skylar, but it was – Something about wanting a Skyward that can walk. I want someday, you know, and it. I, I want like an inside look at the rivalry between Iowa, and Iowa State right now, and how deep it goes. I don't know who could write that piece with credibility because it's. I get how small the wrestling community is, but the you know the quotes and and he he's being pretty classy about it. He's like, I'm not going to talk bad about Iowa, but I didn't enjoy my time in that room. His brother's an assistant. Medcalf and and but they are like they're you know they're dedicated to Iowa State, which is mm-hmm. awesome. It is a fascinating social interweb that all these guys are caught up in. And I, I what was that? He felt that in some way he had an influence in Skyler's time because of the way he left that wrestling room. Oh. Interesting. And that's all he said. He said, that's all I'm going to say, and I don't even want to get into it. So Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mentioned it to Gable today, and Gable's so pro-Hawkeye, and I totally understand why. He was getting annoyed with me asking about the Cyclones. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't think he was. But I think Gable truly wants all the three programs to, to thrive. He's Mr. Wrestling, especially in this state. But, um, you know, you know, the one thing that was lasting on me, because I'm getting so jacked up about Iowa State wrestling right now. <laughs> but Gable's right. And he yeah. goes, let's see what they do over the next month. Yeah. Which is true. Like, you can go, let's say they go 11-2 and two in duels, which would be about what you do in March. Yep. And and that was kind of Gable's point. And I, I think it, is that how Dresser looks at it? Um, I guess when Dresser and I, when I try to get into these conversations, Dresser's biggest thing, and I, you read it in the Q&A, is that he doesn't like to think too far ahead, or at least you know that's what he's telling us. He says the biggest, most important competition is your next one. Go there, the NCAA tournament is just too crazy, let's not discuss it. Um, which, I mean, I think is a very good mindset to keep his team, you know, focused, sharp, but... Yeah, ultimately, people are going to forget that final overall uh, record if they don't show up. You're doing a good job of covering it. The traffic numbers continue to get higher. Thank you. With, with wrestling, people are more interested. And um, it's not really our job to help them get people in Hilton. However, I'm I'm kind of putting it on my shoulder. I really want to help them because I think that it's – you know, just being downtown all day and, like, you, the wrestling culture in our state. And I felt for a while like Iowa State wasn't much. Part of it's on the way up. 
I feel like if you really are just a casual fan trying to get into wrestling or you're kind of paying attention, you should go to that Missouri uh, duel. Yeah, it's like a you should. Point. It's yeah. They're giving you good deals. You get to be in Hilton Coliseum. Why not? And honestly, it just, like, the atmosphere you're going to experience in that duel, I think, is going to last for a long time. And that's, like we said, we're not me trying to just, like, advertise it, but seriously. The, if you're going to go to one, this is the one. Yeah, this is the one you should go to because when the room is dead silent and suddenly a guy gets a huge takedown, you're literally going to have an out-of-body experience. What <laughs> what they need to do, tell um, me on, on that Sunday. <laughs> I'm sure there will be a lot like, of credit just, card Just numbers. have like the fight. Um, all right. Thank you. You do a great job. Thank you. Know, you. I love you. Keep it up. Don't ever leave. Just kidding. You need to go and be a big girl and do your thing. <laughs> but you've come a long way. We we appreciate it. Thank you. You're going to watch the Daytona 500 this weekend because right now we are at Whiskey River in Ankeny with the Mechdyne-powered Cyclone Fanatic radio show. And uh, I won't lie, I'm excited for AD back in the studio to play my music here soon so I can sit down, have an ice-cold beer, and watch the final 15 laps of the Gatorade Duel. Well, it's no longer the Gatorade Duel. It's got some other sponsor because NASCAR can't keep its sponsors because of low television ratings and low attendance. But I'm still watching. <laughs> and I'm going to be watching all weekend long. I love me some NASCAR. I think there's a lot of... Par- um, we will be handing it off. I, I believe Fox is coming up now. But the morning rush will be on bright and early tomorrow morning at 6. And then um, I know Trent Condon's going to be out at the state wrestling tournament all day tomorrow doing updates on all the different shows and, and all day long on KXNO. So look forward to that. Always a big weekend uh, in our state, especially here. And John Sellers for helping us out here at Whiskey River.